Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. Have you ever been faced with a situation that when you measured yourself up against the situation, you felt really small? That you're looking and you're like, ooh, yeah, my bills or my income compared to these bills, yeah, I don't see how it's going to, I just, Lord, you're going to have to work a miracle. Or whatever your said situation is, when you measured up what you actually have compared to what's being requested or required of you, you're just like, I don't, I'm going to need a miracle, something, something close to it, right? And so I'm cruising these Bible streets and I'm kind of thinking of, okay, when you think of feeling small, like a fish out of water, who comes to mind? And for me, it's Goliath, right? I mean, the giant compared to David, right? So I went ahead and went back to the Bible, which is in 1 Samuel 17. And I want to give you some background before we go ahead and just dive right into this. So let's go back a little couple of verses. Let's start at verse 38. It says, Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet, and a coat of mail. 39. David put it on, strapped the sword over it, and took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never worn such things before. I can't go in these, he protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. Verse 40. He picked up the five smooth stones from a stream and put them into his shepherd's bag. Then armed with his shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. 41. Goliath walked out toward David with his shield bearer ahead of him. 42. Sneering in contempt at this ruddy-faced boy, 43. Am I a dog? He roared at David. That you would come at me with a stick? And he cursed David by the names of his gods. 44. Come over here, and I'll give your flesh to the birds and wild animals, Goliath yelled. 45. David replied to the Philistine, you come to me with the sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you defied. 46. Today the Lord will conquer you, and I will kill you and cut off your head, and then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. Mm. Something special. Okay, I'm going to do one more, one more situation. Then we're going to just go ahead and jump in there. Then thinking about another example of, okay, where was there few and God made plenty? Of course, bing, 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 when he fed the 5,000, right? So I went ahead and looked in that. Or, you know, you could find it in Matthew 14 and other some odd um, chapters. But essentially it says, one of the disciples, it was Andrew, brother to Simon Peter, said, there's a little boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but that's a drop in the bucket for a crowd like this. Jesus said, make the people sit down. There was a nice carpet of green grass in this place. So I want to pause there. Oftentimes, especially as we navigate through life, we find ourselves measured up against things that we're like, God, I am no match. And I pulled those two verses to show that when you are alone, yeah, you probably are no match. But when you line up and add God in the mix, oh, 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 it's more than enough. 
Think about the way that David approached that whole situation with Goliath. They tried to put on armor on David. David walked around, like I said, about a step or two and was like, mm, this ain't really my flow. I can't really, I can't, you know, it's, it's kind of tight around the waist, kind of, you know, whatever the adjustment was. He just knew that's not it. But he knew I can pick up five stones from a stream. And if I go ahead and add God to this thing, these five stones will be more than enough. If a little boy can have a lunch of five pieces of barley bread and two fish, that in Jesus's hands. Yeah, now in the little boy's lunchbox alone, no, it's not going to do too much for 5,000. That was just counting the men. It didn't count the women and children. It was 5,000 men, right? But when something of any magnitude, five bread, piece of bread, two fish, five pebbles, whatever it is, when it's in Jesus' hand, when God ties into that situation, oh, it's more than enough. And so I was just kind of, you know, getting into my own groove because I'm like, man, you know, you know, I'm trying to start this whole business thing. And I have a couple of friends too who are also trying to start their business and going on their own individual paths. And I know that oftentimes you look at the situation and you're like, uh, you know, God is just me. Other people have a whole team and, you know, it feels like they have an army and I, it's just, I'm just a one woman man, you know, I'm just a one man band kind of thing. And I felt like God wanted me to pick up this phone to let you know that if you add him into anything, you add God into anything, what you have will be way more than what you ever could do by yourself. And just like that time that those boys was fighting in the, the Bible and he was like, oh, my goodness. You know, he was scared looking around saying, hey, um, l look at all the uh, people that's against us. And so he, the other prophet had to say a prayer and said, God, show him that is more with us than against us. And when he opened his eyes in the spiritual realm, you remember? Yeah, you remember. And when he opened his eyes in the spiritual realm, he saw the angel, ar the army of the angels just encamped around him. And it was like, ooh, it was a different kind of, you know, confidence then. I need you to understand that small beginnings, please don't count yourself out. Please don't count yourself out because you're in the beginning stages of starting your new ministry, that you're in the beginning stages of starting your business, that you're in the beginning stages of coming up with your next great idea that's going to change your bloodline. But I declare and decree in the name of Jesus that what you have is more than enough, that you can pick up five pebbles and you can defeat giants with it, that you can have a lunchbox fit and made for a boy, but you can feed 5,000 in the name of Jesus. I just want you to understand that we don't walk by sight. You understand the Bible purposely says to walk by faith and not by sight just for these reasons alone. You need to be able to open up your eyes and say, God, help me to see that with you with me. It's like a whole army with me. Ask God to help you change your sight because that's where the problem lies right there. There is an issue with the way that you are seeing the thing. Me included. I've raised my hand in the air right now. Sometimes you could look at a situation and you're like, ah, but you know, you just, you kind of, you make yourself so small, but David didn't feel that way at all. He didn't feel that way at all. He looked at that situation, looked at that giant and was like, oh, okay, sir, listen, um, 
Yeah, not only are you about to die, okay, but I'm going to let you know that we, your, the rest of your crew, yeah, they're also going to die. And um, I'm going to leave them out for, you know, uh, a little canvas, a little buffet, if you will, for the animals, the wild animals. And um, to speak with that level of confidence in an area that he has never been in, with stones that he's never, there is no record of anyone defeating a giant with five stones. Do you understand that your faith will make history in the books. That your chapter can be written and look just as as confident. Now, again, we don't know what David was feeling. But you know what? At that moment, it looked a lot like confidence. It looked a lot like, yeah, he probably was looking all the way up at the giant. Like he was looking at a skyscraper. But he had a heart of a giant. You understand me? It was something that was stirring up in him that was like, I see it, but I see it. You understand? I know how y'all probably looking at it. Because Saul and them soldiers over there, they was trembling in their whole tin. You got the whole setup. You got the helmet the sword the shield the everything are you still scared no get that off of me what he probably did when he walked around was mm -mm, I don't want to walk around in your fear you understand that you got to make sure that when people are putting stuff on you when they got stuff to say when they have words of recommendation that they're not putting on their fear onto you you already have a giant you need to defeat you understand that there's certain things that when you're doing in your life you just got to tell people listen this don't fit what you're trying to get me to do don't work it's like, you know, trying to put on high heels on you walking around looking like Bambi, you know, like a baby deer, if you will. You have to find your own lane. And not only do you find your own lane, you got to make sure that you add God. Please don't run against no giant without God backing you. Please do not put your five stones in the little that you do have in your hand and lift it up into the sky. Understand that in your lunchbox, it's just five pieces of bread and two fish. That's all it would ever be in your hands. But when you muster up the strength and you know who to go to and you put it in Jesus' hands and he looks up at God and he blesses it and he breaks it. It's, it's able to feed 5,000, baby. Do you understand? It's able to have so much that they, the Bible says that after he fed them 5,000, that they walked, the, they walked away with leftovers. Huh? Catch that. They walked away with leftovers? I want you to look in the face of your situation and say, okay, listen, I know that this is my monthly income, but I'm not going to be broke. I know that this is my monthly income and there's some bills that's coming in, maybe some unexpected, but you know what? I'm going to go ahead and lift these paychecks up however often I get paid and I'm going to lift it up to God and I'm going to say, God, bless it like you did the five fish, the five loaves and two fish. You understand? Bless it like you did the fi five pebbles. I know it wasn't no might in those stones. Those stones wasn't like super, they wasn't flying stones but in your hands when you bless something when you put your super on this natural something magnificent happens and I see a brand new outcome an outcome that by myself I could not do so no maybe by yourself that business won't pop but you go ahead and put that business in God's hands and see what he can do no maybe that child won't turn around just with, with you trying to con, con, you know have conversations and hey we need to talk and you having certain people speak to the child no maybe that in itself no that's not going to do it but you put that baby in God's hands you go ahead and say God in the name of Jesus I lift up and you say such and such his name and you watch that thing turn around you lift up that relationship you lift up that marriage you lift it up because in your hands no you're you're absolutely correct it can only go but so far but when you measure that thing up and you activate it with God 
Woo, it's like a turbo charge. You see what I'm saying? It's a different kind of feel there. You got to go ahead and say, okay, by myself, I cannot pass this school by myself. I'm, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm not even a school person. The studying thing, I want to go to sleep. I read one line and I'm exhausted and I can't understand because I can go on social media for two, three hours, but let me read a line of homework and I'm ready to snooze right now. You know what? Right. Your mind by itself and the operating power of just you, yes, it, it does have have some limitations but you go ahead and lift that in the name of Jesus and say God I'm gonna go ahead and read it and I'm gonna declare and decree that whatever's in there is gonna come out and I'm gonna ace this test I pray that God that you show me a way that matter of fact just give me a supernatural anointing that I could just start turbo reading and it's like woof and I'm starting to understand this and it's not as difficult as it was before and where I dreaded writing papers or whatever that is maybe for the job you have a presentation you're like oh my goodness I do not want to go ahead and do this maybe there's something that you're you're facing but you're not really facing because the way that you see it I came on here today to let you know you're seeing it wrong you're seeing it right but you're seeing it wrong yes it is just you but who you paired with you understand you paired with God is a combination that cannot be defeated absolutely under you talking about the under undefeated champion of the world <laughs> you paired with him what you scared of what you starting to get fretful for you letting doubt creep in and let you think maybe the business you know maybe that's not for me or maybe this relationship maybe I heard God wrong or you know maybe maybe I was I'm supposed to you know overwork myself again and and try to get more jobs to make this and God is just saying hey you pair with me I got you I got you. You don't serve a big God for you to feel small in any circumstance. We have to go ahead and muster up some of that David. That's like, look, I'm, I'm picking up five stones, sir. And I'm letting you know who's activating this power. Okay, great. Yeah, you come with me with the sword and the speed. Like he knew he was coming with. He didn't say, I'm going to feed you, defeat you. He was like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, you thought it was me? Oh, no. That's not how that works, sir. This is absolutely positively going to be God. This is absolutely positively going to be God that's going to have the audacity to take five pieces of bread, two pieces of fish, and be able to sit people down in groups of 50 and say, I got you. And even Jesus knew if I look up and say, Father, bless it, and I break it, it's bound to multiply. That whatever its intended purpose was, when you give it to God, it's bound to happen. I want you to look at whatever the situation is, whether you're looking at a strained relationship in your family, whether you're looking at a relationship that it looks like, oh my goodness, it's an intimate one, boyfriend, girlfriend, whomever, and you're looking at it and it just looks like it's on its last leg, that you're looking at this job and you're like, I don't know how much more I can do this. And you're right, you're right. By yourself, you're right. But why don't you go ahead and do something you never did before? Go ahead and say, God, I'm giving this to you now. And you power with him and you get that turbo charge and you go ahead and you attack that thing and you start to realize without God, I can do nothing. The Bible says that without God, nothing is impossible. That with God, nothing is impossible. So without him, yeah, what are you what are you what are you thinking? It's the obvious, right? Do 
what we just saw David do. Do what we just saw the disciples. The disciples was right. They were like, um, that lunchbox is not, <laughs> it's not even going to, it's not going to make it. It's not going to make it, right? Marvin Sapp with it. It's just really not. It's not enough. What are you looking at in your life right now that you're saying it's not enough? That in and of itself is not enough. That every time you look at it, you feel small. That you already feel defeated and you didn't even get halfway through. What is what is that thing? What is that thing? You getting frustrated because the progress is slow. You getting frustrated because you know that you have this huge anointing on you, but you haven't been able to unleash it. That you're looking like, I know I'm, I, I can do more, but you're stuck in that position at work right now. That if you can just get to, you know, the higher up of the higher up of the higher up, then maybe, you know, just maybe. No, 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 no. Maybe if you just got with God. Maybe if you put that lunchbox idea in God's hands. Maybe if you went ahead and said, you know what? Okay, in and of itself, I understand my limitations, but I understand that it's limitless when it goes to God. He's a huge God. He knows how to go ahead and, like I said, make things be used to its intended purpose. So what are you waiting for? And I just felt that so strongly on me. I said, man, doesn't it feel like life constantly tries to remind us you don't have enough? You're not enough. It's not enough. You're not doing enough. It's just this constant, just almost like silent but loud torment of, I need more, I can't because of my lack or whatever. And it's just this lyric playing in the background of our lives of, if I had more money, if I had more time, if I knew more people, if I had more of that resource, if, if, if. And so almost like we're serving a God of if, right? When it needs to just be, can you put that if in the lunchbox and give it to God, please? Seriously. Can you pick up uh, those five stones and go ahead? I, you know what? I'm, I'm so, I am so much of a believer. I think that, I think David could have picked up a snail and won that because of the might that he went with. He didn't go in his own power. He could have said, by the power of this snail, in the name of Jesus, I come to you with the Lord of armies. And that snail probably would have supersized, grew huge, got onto him, sucked on, you know, Goliath, had the salt go on. And, you know, let my imagination run wild. But you see what I'm saying. The little gooey, the shell, the, oh, you know, the whole shebang, right? The intended purpose for this conversation was to make you see, hmm, yeah, in David's hands, it was just five stones. Yes, in that little boy's lunchbox, it was just a meal good enough for a little boy. As a matter of fact, the Bible made sure that it did not change its description and that it was a little boy's lunchbox. So we're probably not talking huge pieces of bread, right? It probably was just slices or however done, but it was enough to be identified as a little boy's lunchbox. Because God continuously wants us to know that, yes, it may be small, it may be limitless, or limited, it may it may have a reduced capacity when it's in your hands alone. 
But the moment that you bring it to me, it's bound to be something amazing. It's bound to multiply, divide. It's bound to be bountiful. And you owe it to yourself to say, I now take these small situations and I give it over to God. And not I give it over to God and I just kind of let go. Like, listen, David had to go ahead and run full throttle towards that Goliath with the understanding that God's going to supernaturally attack this situation, right? The little boy, he had to go ahead and say, okay, I am trusting and giving away. And as it was being broken off, he had to go ahead and sit in the groups of 50 as well and probably pass along the food as well. So you are a part of the process. Just make sure that you're adding God to be a part of your process as well. And so I'm more than certain that in this conversation, God told you exactly what your situation was. You, you got it in your mind. You got it in your spirit. Exactly. It was like, mm, I know exactly what she's referring to when I, when I hear her speaking. Yep. Cause what came to mind was blank, your business, your child, your family member, your job, your, your fine, whatever it was, finances, whatever it was, you got the bink and you got the clue. Can you do us a favor? And I say us because we're going to navigate through this together. Can you do us a favor and really get to the point that you say you identify yes? You know, answer that creeping fear. Yes. It is just this amount of money. It is just a boy's lunchbox. It is just five stones. But you have not seen its full capacity until you've seen it in God's hands. You have not seen its full capacity until you've actually seen God breathe on it. God bless it. God do something amazing on it, right? So I want to do something a little different. I want to end with a prayer here. Because I feel like you know exactly what needs to be brought up. But I want to touch and agree because the Bible says that there is no time and space. There's no time and space in the spirit, right? But the Bible says that. When two or more are gathered, there he is in the midst. So I want to touch and agree with you. Can you bow your head with me real quick so we can do this prayer, please? Okay. If you're driving, don't, don't do nothing crazy. Okay, just listen to my voice, okay? Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for giving us insight that goes far beyond the human intellect. I thank you that whatever that dead situation was or that limited situation that limited resource whatever the limitation was Lord I thank you that you've shown us that if we lift it in faith to God that he will multiply it he would have it do great things it will become bountiful and it will serve its intended purpose God we understand that with the Lord as the Bible said there is nothing that is impossible and that if we ask anything in the name of Jesus, that it shall be done. If we have faith the size of a mustard seed, we can tell mountains to move and it shall be uprooted and moved. So I thank you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus that we picked up this very thing, Lord, from my sister, from my brother who is listening to this, that we lift it up to you, God, this very moment. And we say, God, breathe on it. God, multiply it. God, make it serve its intended purpose. And God, we thank you. We are so grateful because we know that 
in our hands is exactly what it is. But in your hands, it's something supernatural. And we thank you for giving us that insight. And whenever we come against something again, Lord, that tries to compete and make us reverse our sight where we just see it in our hands, help us to remember this conversation right here where we understand, no, 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 no. But in God's hands, it's bigger. But in God's hands, it's better. But in God's hands, it's bountiful. Help us to remember this, God. And I pray that this seed is embedded in our soul and in our minds so that we will never forget it and it will grow deep roots and it will grow a great bountiful tree so that it cannot be moved and it cannot be shaken God I thank you I love you and I'm just so amazed for what you're getting ready to do in our lives God and it's in Jesus mighty name that I pray amen and amen I pray you got what you needed. I know that you got what you needed, but I decided to call you. Man, I was on fire. I said, ooh, you know what these conversations are? They're thought-provoking conversations. Want you to look at things differently. Want your perspective to change and go, you know what? Never seen it like that. And then I want you to get off this phone. I want you to run your course in life like you've never run it before. I want you to have your sneakers tied, and I want you to get a pace and a rhythm about you that it's like, you know what? You're different now. Absolutely, because my iron has been sharp. I spoke to another iron and she sharpened me and I spoke to God and he sharpened me and now you're starting to run your race with confidence now that people can't see. they look at you and they're like whoa that's a big difference from yesterday from a month ago from a year ago but you know exactly what it was you just got a refill in the spirit and you know exactly what has to happen and anytime you even try to forget you're going to remember this conversation right here and I'm so excited about your future you have no idea I'm getting goosebumps as I speak to you and that's not a spirit spiritual thing that's just a me thing because that's when I'm just excited for you mm, that was amazing Whew. I'll speak to you for another 30 minutes if you don't get off this phone you know how I can get I get tapped into the spirit and something amazing starts to happen. But look, no, because we both need to go. I think I want you to take that energy that you have from this conversation. I want you to get off and I want you to be amped up like, you know what? I'm putting everything in God's hands and go ahead and do it. You understand? Go ahead, what you need some Rocky theme music? Da -da -da. You know, I like to I I like a good theme song. Don't play. <laughs> you, you already know. All right. Woo, you got me fired up. But that's my good nanny says, all right. I ain't gonna hold you. I think I'm gonna go ahead. You know I like that Rocky theme music. I'm gonna go ahead and, and start to da -da -da. maybe I need to look up more theme songs. That's the only one I seem to keep reverting back to. I know. Don't don't judge me. But anyway, you go ahead and do what you need to do. I want to keep you fired up. I want to keep that same thing going. But I will talk to you later. And I, I am expecting a great testimony for you to be like, man, when I got off the phone with you, this happened. And I'm going to be so excited. And do not forget to journal this moment, this very moment right here. Because you need reminders to tell yourself, no, 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 no. It, it, it is going to get better. Matter of fact, it is better. I'm just seeing it wrong. You understand? Okay, go, go. I already said I wasn't going to hold you. I'm going to call you back later. We're going to talk some more, okay? All right, later.